Hey, what's going on, all y'all freaks and geeks out there? We are the Square Roundtable. But first and foremost, I want to say thank you so much for tuning into our YouTube page. <coughs> and thank you so much for tuning in to our radio podcast on Power 214 on uh, last Friday. We appreciate all the love, y'all. Uh, this has been a great journey so far, like I say every week. And, you know, just keep on trucking with us, man. We're going to keep churning out great, wonderful content. And I am your host, Chad Singleton. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. D. I'm Josh. All right. And today, 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 today is a great day because we have our first guest of the Square Roundtable with us today. Yes, yes, yes. And our guest is a great friend to all of us and more so like a brother. I mean, y'all, he is the quintessential, quintessential example of a modern day renaissance, man. I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about comic book artist. I'm talking about screenplay writer, director, and just the greatest, nicest, most genuine guy you ever want to meet. Let's give a warm welcome to my boy, my friend and yours, Marcus Long. Give it up for me. Appreciate it. I mean, you know, thank you, man. That, that was I don't know what to say after that introduction, but thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> man, you know it's all love, man. How you feeling, bro? Oh, man, I'm good. You know, just chilling. Ready to talk, you know, talk some junk to y'all real quick. Y'all young boys. <laughs> oh, look, you, oh, ain't, okay. you ain't that much older than me. Yeah. Don't, look, don't do young me like boy. that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, y'all, so, look, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk hip-hop. So first and foremost, I want to know what's y'all's favorite artist right now? Like y'all, y'all's favorite up and comer, somebody that's killing the charts right now. Like who, like who y'all looking at? Demetrius? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, 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 Jed. I would. I say Jed. He's on uh, both of his albums, uh, the Never, um, yeah. Never, the Never Story, and the uh, Caprio too. Were Caprio too. Yeah, those were good. Those are fire. And then, like, he, he had some of the greatest, yeah. well, some good features on her. He had um, Earth Gang, like that one song, true, uh, true, Division. Division, that song, That song is dope. Yeah. Like, he had some, some really good yeah. tracks. How about you, Josh? You the same way? Oh, what's up? What's up, Marcus? No, I was saying, y'all don't hate me. I don't know who that is. Don't it's hate. All good. It's all good. He's from, uh, no. he's from Dream, uh, Dreamville. He's from J. Cole's uh, group. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I do. I do know that group, though. Yeah. True, true. So how about you, Marcus? Like, who's somebody, like, you, you know, listening to a lot right now? Don't have to be somebody brand, brand new, like, because mine is Drake. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I was going to say, of I, course. I've, been, I've been listening to a lot of Ray Cole and Kendrick lately, like, revisiting old stuff. And, like, the most recent thing J. Cole put out, I listen to that. So that's what I've been really listening to, because they, like, my favorite current artist, like, right now, just still in the game so that's, that's, that's what like that do you have like a um yeah. like who are you feeling more so out of the two like is there something like that separates them for each other or like what do you what what do they do like that like uh, attracts you to them musically like what what is it about their style uh, well with with like kendrick it's more like a, a storytelling but like a chill vibe i get when i listen to them but, like, with J. Cole, it's, like, I can relate more to, 
to like his emotions and stuff and what True. he how he raps and stuff. And like if I'm having one of them days, I just put on some cold and you know, I'll be like, Yeah, man, you know, I feel that I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's how it is with me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, uh for me, man, I'm like I've always been like a big Drake fan. And I know he's not like a new new rapper, but as far as like uh the guys up and coming right now, like the front runners, he's he's in that number. You know what I'm saying? You got like your J. Coles and your Kendricks, and then Drake is just I mean, people hate on my man, but he knows how to make a fire song. Oh no, no. He he yeah. he up. You got to give it to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like, my boy, every oh, yeah. time he steps uh, in the studio. What's up, Josh? But yeah. Uh, what do you think is your um, favorite Drake album? My f- oh, man, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I want to <laughs> say, because I love, what, and I, I, I'm going to talk about that in a second, because what made me love um, Scorpion is that I was in Cali when I was listening to it. Like that yeah. was because remember me when your brother rolled yeah. around the car. Yeah, we rolled around the car. That shit was yeah. fire. But my favorite uh, would have to be um, I don't know what what was his what was the name of his second album? What was that? Um, Take care. Take care. would have to be my favorite one. Okay, yeah. that was good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, take care. What about uh, you, Josh, with JID? Like, are you like a more leaning towards DiCaprio 2 or the Never Story? Ooh. Ooh. I think I'm leaning more towards um, probably the Never Story because the Never Story has a, a story to it. Like, I really like rappers that have like a story with the, like, I really like um, The Pimp of Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a, a, a slept on album yeah. right it is slept mm-hmm. on. No lie. Yeah. No lie. Um, no, it's a really good one. I even like the um, the Untitled. That was kind of like the throwaway tracks from the uh, To Pepper Butterfly. Yeah. That yeah, was crazy. There were some nice yeah. tracks in there. Yeah, there was some sleep, uh, some good sleep tracks in there like that nobody listens to or even references. Exactly, exactly. So it's just like, I mean, you know, all of these guys are uh, are pretty good, man, but I, I don't know. I guess for me, uh, I think Kendrick, especially in uh, in Damn, like it just became too like pop for me, or more like yeah. commercialized. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, I can agree. Yeah. yeah. So y'all know he's coming out like with. Oh, go ahead, Marcus. What? And that's and that's why, like with J Cole, I think mm-hmm. I gravitate towards him more. It's because right. like he don't he really don't care like what people say about his music. He gonna do like his music how he wanna do it. And I think that's why like all his albums have like a special place, like each one of them. Cause to me he hasn't put out a bad album yet. So Um, how'd you feel about uh KOD? I like Ooh. Yeah, I like, like okay, go ahead. Because like, <laughs> it was like, I mean, you know, the the music was a little different from what he usually does, but yeah. it was still that cold, and that's why I like it because he didn't change up like too much. Of but of course, my favorite is gonna be Born Center always. Oh, Born Center! Yeah, Born Center is yeah. Born Center crazy. Speaking yeah. of come up, speaking of like J Cole and uh, oh, yeah. like you said what, Josh? I said Born Center is 
Yes. But speaking of like J. Cole and like Drake and even Childish Gambino, like, I can't understand for the life of me why. And it's so weird. Like when these guys are up and coming, like they look they look like money. And then it's like it's the farther they get into the game, it's like they start looking crazy, bro. I'm like, what's up with that? I'm just like, I'm just like, bro. They say, like, uh, when J. Cole's going to put on an album, he just start looking raggedy. Like, that's when you know he's going to put some fire out because he's starting yeah. looking, start looking like he just don't take care of himself. Yeah, no, yeah he looked crazy. Like, on a, on a J.I.D. album, it was funny, bro. They were saying J. Cole looked like, he looked like the type of dude that would borrow somebody's charge. <laughs> Be like, hey, bro, <laughs> let me just get it to 10%, bro. I'll give it right back. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. That is wild, bro. Cause it's the truth. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like the thing, it just be killing me. Like as soon as folks get money, they just stop caring. They just like, yeah, everybody know I'm rich, so I don't have to look like it no more. <laughs> like I guess a basic shirt and some like some like sweats and like some um, some slit slides on and stuff and like. Facial hair all out here, looking like the you know. No right, J right. Cole quarantine before we start. Uh, before. We... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I honestly, I honestly think that rappers do that kind of thing to kind of humble themselves. But, because you think you expect them to start <laughs> and all this crazy stuff, and whatnot, but I think they do that to kind of. Make the fans know that yeah, it's not that, but I primarily do this because I like it, and I'm not trying to flex what I have. Oh yeah, I think it's more of a humility. I can can see that. No, I mean that's a good that's a good point, Josh. You know that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. Because I mean, except for you know. Migos, Migos be wearing the craziest crap I've ever seen. Like they don't, they ain't trying to be. As soon as they got some money, they should. They was like, I'm gonna show it, (laughs) Like they don't even be rapping, bro. They just be on stage just showing their jewelry, bro. Talking about stir fry, stir fry, and I'm just like, really, bro? (laughs) Right, bro. But but some of my uh, other favorite rappers, man, are guys, and that I want. Uh, bring that next point up uh and i know joshua and uh demetrius uh and and you too marcus we're big fans of uh like guys like chance the rapper and i'm a big logic fan myself but i just think it's weird that uh guys like that the lyrical content is there you know uh their deliveries there but they get kind of ostracized a little bit because of their message and I just wanted to kind of talk about like uh, how being misogynistic kind of works for the hip hop culture and why it, you know is looked at as a positive thing versus when somebody's coming with a ridiculously positive message and then they kind of get you know trashed. Like Chance the Rapper's last yeah. album was trashed; people hated it. <laughs> yeah, they I, I heard about that because I listened to a little bit of it, but I they went in on that one. I was like, man. <laughs> but why do y'all think that is though? Because I mean, I listen like Marcus. Did you like it musically though? Like, was it yeah, good music? 
always like his music because he always got the band, you know, the choir. So I love him musically. Like musically, he's a damn genius. So I think he so. just about can't yeah. go wrong with that part. But I mean, like, I feel like with that whole thing, it's just part of how the culture of it is now. Like with hip hop and how much has changed, and it's such yeah. a big separation. Of like what's considered good music, what's considered rap, what's considered this, what's pop, what's this, what's that. Because you got the guys like Uzi and all them, they come out with those that kind of, you know, form of hip-hop. Then you got the guys like Chance and Logic, who, you know, are talking about like suicide or right. Chance about going to church. Like stuff that, you know, <laughs> you should talk about because it's, it's a good thing and, you know, it's a message. And, you know... Some people like, man, I don't want to hear that because they ain't talking about that harsh, you know, all that stuff. So right. it's just demographic is is so separated now. Like yeah. it's just like it's everywhere, really. Like the whole like music industry period is like everywhere. You got this here, this there. So it's I don't know. I don't know why people are so hard on guys like that because I mean it's still music and it's good. It's music. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that, uh, Demetrius? I mean, I guess because like you know the culture of rap has always been like you got to brag about your money, your riches, and you always got to talk about like how you got all these girls and stuff. And when they're not talking about that kind of stuff, I mean, people are just like they kind of check out. They're like, well, this person's not talking about the usual stuff, you know, right. talking about how they got all these girls and how they're spending money on like hundred thousand, you know, hundred thousand dollar cars or whatever. They're not falling into that, you know, the the culture. So people are like, well, that's that's not real rap. That's not, you know, it's rapping, but it's not real rap. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I get that. How about how about you, Josh? Like, what do you think about uh, that whole situation? Uh, it's really a funny one because uh, I don't really understand why Logic and Chance the Rapper get a lot of hate. They rap about positive. Right. It's good yeah. to get away from the typical run-of-the-mill like rap rap antidote, which isn't a bad thing. It's really good, but I think if you want to divert from that regular thing, it should be just, uh, they shouldn't be ostracized for it. Right. Right. It's just like, um, but I mean, it, it gets to a certain point, like I was uh, telling Demetrius earlier, it, you know, you talk about strippers and throwing money in the club and all that kind of stuff. But I think when it gets to the point to where you think you're better than or you're putting somebody down or, you you know, you're just genuinely like or uh, talking about some crazy mess, uh, like because I was listening to... Um, my favorite uh, like music reviewing channel on YouTube. It's uh, the Needle Drop with Anthony Fantano. Have y'all seen yeah, that before? Yeah, I have. Oh no, I gotta check <laughs> yeah. that out. I ain't seen that. Dude, he be going in. He be like, going like, in. Yeah, he be going in on artists too. And and he was um he was reviewing Drake's most recent uh mixtape, the uh by wrote it down the Dark Lane uh, demo tapes, and he was talking about this song uh called Desires. And he brought up a great point about this line where it really seemed like Drake was trying to groom some chick 
and basically trying to control her. And I mean, literally, here's the line. The line says, "It's like I think it's like the hook of the song. It says, I should have put you where no one could find you, a mansion out in the sticks where no one's around you because you lack self-control and you have desires. I'm like, what kind of what mess kind is of that? Roman kind of, Empire? What, <laughs> what kind of mess is that? <laughs> Early days what? kind of stuff is that, bro? Like this, that's some like before we. That's wow. Well, go just, go listen to it, y'all. It's called Desires. Like I love Drake, but I'm just like that line is. I'm like, dude, what are you talking creepy. about? <laughs> that right, is, yeah. right, chill out. I mean, chill. he already looked like a creep sometimes. <laughs> like, like uh, Anthony Fantano was like, did, did R. Kelly ghostwrite these lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like hey, uh, man, go ahead and drop this down. Right. <laughs> right. This going to be a hit up, right, right here. Right. Like, but he R. Kelly out here goes right for Drake. <laughs> I feel like he's a pass sometimes, though. Like, Drake gets a pass because, you know, people are just expecting him to put out good stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah. It, it sounds yeah. good. They don't really look at it as in, like, the lyrics. They're just like, oh, yeah, just Drake. So it must be good. And they'll bump it. But and that's like, looking at it. The song was this is it. The song is trash, man. And then Future's on the song too. So and he just Future. The thing about Future is he's good <laughs> on a good. Song. <laughs> he's like he's good on a good song, but on a bad song, he's he's awful. bad. He's <laughs> awful. So I mean, it just don't help, bro. And everybody already know Future be out there. I love Future too, but he out there on that misogynistic mess too. He don't care about nobody. So it's just like. <laughs> So I'm just like, bro, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not a good look, though, when it gets to that point. Um, And I seriously don't think when the bars are there and the music quality, like Chance the Rapper has like some of the best producers and all that kind of stuff. You know, I don't think the man should be held out to dry because he made an album about how much he loves his wife or whatever. Come on, guys. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's just like. That's like if I was at high school and I'm listening to hip hop and I'm like, oh, they rapping about girls and cars. I ain't gonna rap about that because I ain't got no girls. I ain't had no car. I ain't got no like, car. <laughs> I'm gonna rap about that having cars and not be able to get from point A to point B. <laughs> Shit. Exactly, bruh. Exactly. So, I mean. But, um, but uh, what do you guys think is the. Uh, would be like the worst rap album or like the worst new rap the worst so the worst rap album uh or the worst newer rap yeah well yeah like the worst rap album yeah oh man Mm. you got something for that demetrius i i don't because i don't either not saying i I don't listen to go ahead what is it (laughs) Magna Carta Holy Grail. <laughs> you know oh, what, bro? As, I mean, as big as yeah. thing, that that probably yeah. was the first album, bro. That's a bad album. Brother said we didn't like that one. That that was not a good one. Yeah, Magna Carta <laughs> Holy Grail. Uh, I feel like that was like a. I feel like Beyonce told him to do that one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically. Come on, like, yeah. get in the studio with me. 
Like, B, I'm not trying to do another album. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, you yeah. know. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Uh oh. Well, basically, like, like the worst rap album for me, it's between um, uh, um, Jesus. Yeah, I think it's a uh, Jesus oh. and uh, Total Xanarchy by Lil Xan. Yeah. See, I, I agree with that on the Jesus. I agree with that. Yeah, Jesus was pretty bad and total xanarchy that's so bad that i can guarantee that none of us have heard of it yeah i'm about to i'm like wait i don't know that so and i don't recommend it no like nah little uh uh little xan um nah i'm totally Anybody that names themselves after a drug, I don't want to listen to. I, I, I'm good, right? I'm good. <laughs> he's, he, he's actually not that bad. Is it that he just totally missed the mark on his on his debut album? It just wasn't good. It just didn't have a, a tone. It was just all over. Really experimental. See, how are you going to be experimental with your first album? Yeah, how are you going to, like, mess up on your first album? Like, you're supposed to be hitting with your first album. Like, you ain't supposed to mess up. Be like, yeah, y'all, I'm going to do something different from my first album. We don't even know what you sound like. We don't even know who you are. Right. So, that's... Go ahead. It's like those rappers that are, like, saying, you know, I already know who it is, and it's, like, their first song. And you're like, I don't even know who you are, dude. Like, I swear. <laughs> you already know who it is. I'm like, no, Bruh, Like me and Joshua were talking about earlier today, like how people uh, they post they post their music on Instagram. Like folks know who they are. Like they'll be like, yeah, y'all, come get my new vinyl. I got my new vinyl out. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody finna buy that. Who are you? <laughs> exactly. And this this be me on Instagram. I'll just be, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Yep. <laughs> Scrolling right past it. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you just wasted money by pressing vinyls, by putting your CD. Ain't nobody finna buy it, bro. At like, all, man. Not at all, but yeah, man. I was, oh, you, you just want to say something, Josh? Nah. Oh, I... uh, well, nah. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I just wanted to um use that as like a I won't say it's a perfect example, but just going into uh, the next topic, I wanted to sort of shed a light on like how people feel about cultural uh, appropriation in hip hop. Like, uh, like, cause I think as little Zan, Lil Zan's a white dude, right? He's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Well, I mean, just like, I guess, yeah, Hispanic's cool, too, but it's like um, more so people like, because uh, I know it was a big issue with Iggy Azalea and Macklemore and uh, rappers like that, and I just wanted to get you guys' opinion on how you felt about them, and do you feel like the way they were treated was justified? Mm-hmm. My, my thing about 
Let's just let's just put it out there. The white white rappers is go ahead, man. Like I don't care if you white, blue, yellow, orange, whatever. If you can rap, you can rap. Yeah. But yeah. don't try to come at it and be what you're not. Like don't be from the suburbs and rap like you you know from the streets and all of that, or try to put on a persona because mm. you want to fit in to a community. That you're not really a part of, and you can't connect with them. Mm. When you do that, that's when I tune you out. Cause it's mm. like it don't, it's not authentic, you know. Like Asher yeah. Raw, I love Asher Raw because Same. he keep it 100 because he's rapping about what he does. He's a white boy from the suburbs yep. who smokes weed and parties. That's what he mm. rap about. Like if yeah. you do it like that, I respect it. But if you try to come out and be this street thug and all of that. That, and I think that's that's why a lot of times they they start off good, and yeah. then once they get enough fame, they be like, oh, well, let me see what reaction I get if I try it this way. When it's been a downfall of a lot of you know like yeah, the white rappers that's come yeah. in the recent years. So that's that's how that's my look on it. Like uh, like we were talking about like Macklemore, you know? Yeah. People give him a hard time. I don't know why. I mean, because he ain't out there trying to be hood or nothing. He's just making uh, good music, you know? And that's, I don't know. I, a lot of people say they don't like Mac. I don't know why. But <laughs> I don't, that's the one yeah, I, I, don't I, I, I didn't get. I guess, like, because yeah, me and Mitchell were saying. Huh? What were you saying, Josh? I was saying, Michael was cool. I like him. Yeah. yeah but. I think it's because he, like you said, he beat out Kendrick or something. Because, because he, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think you know that's that's a part of it. But yeah, you know, and I feel like as far as uh, cultural appropriation goes, there's rappers that have been out there, you know, that have done it right. Uh, like the Beastie Boys, you know what I'm saying? Like once again, like Astro Roth, there were just some white dudes that and, rap uh, about what they knew. Yeah. What's up? Right, and another one is NF. NF does a really good job staying true to NF is a really. I actually forgot about NF. He's a really good rapper. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, like NF, I, I like I like Machine Gun Kelly too. He's yeah, pretty he, much. He's, oh yeah, he puts out good stuff. He puts yeah, out good he, stuff. Yeah, rap. Yeah. Um, a, uh, what was it? Aesop, uh, Rock. He puts out good stuff too. Aesop, yes. He, he is yes. so good. He is so talented, yeah. and he stays in his lane. He knows where his material. He knows where to go. He doesn't. He doesn't like talk about things he's not familiar with. He stays in his lane. He talks about right. his life and raps, and he's you know really he's really got some good bars. Right, and 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 to kind of um to kind of bring it around, um I think another uh thing or reason why uh Logic is uh looked at as not being as great as he actually is like once again i don't think it's his lyrical content because bar for bar man he's like up there he's up there with the jid he's up there with you know a um uh one one guy we didn't talk about uh ybn corday another great one. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He, is good. yeah. he is good he slept on too he slept no no corday slept that's on. probably that's probably one of my new like rappers that I'm kind of getting on to right now. Because I like yeah. his flow and how, you know, what his message is. Yes. Like, I know you don't like her nice. as an yeah. artist, but 
Like the song he had for her. <laughs> yeah. Lord is coming. I liked his verse on that song. Like he killed. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, I'm after. I mean, cause I like her aesthetically, bro. It's not that I don't. I I love her aesthetically, but it's just like. I don't think I've given it a full chance to listen to her music like that. So I'm going to definitely have to check that out, though. Like, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely check that out. But the thing about um, the thing about Logic that kills me and I think kills his career is that he kind of just because he is a mixed of mixed uh, ethnicity. He's like, you know, got a um, his mom is Caucasian. His dad is black. But it's just like, dude, you can't make it a gimmick, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every yeah. song he yeah. has is like, yeah, you know, I walk into the store and guess what? I'm biracial. I'm getting on the bus and guess what? I'm biracial. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to bed. It, I'm still biracial, right? So it's just like, <laughs> we get it, bro. You biracial, yeah, man. <laughs> right. So it's just like, I'm like, dude, okay. And uh, I, I don't know, man. You know, it's just like I wish he didn't do that that much. So, but I feel like that definitely hurts his career. Because he just throws out there. I don't know why it is. I don't know if it, he thinks it gives him a pass to say the N-word as much as he does. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, honestly think, I honestly think it's because uh, I think he does that because of the fact from people that say he, he's right when he isn't. I think it's more of a clapback that he's in his song. But uh, every song, though? Every song? <laughs> He got to make sure that if you didn't hear his previous song, you know that he's he's biracial. Like, like, like if you didn't hear that other song, let me tell you now, I'm biracial. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be my Applejack. I'm biracial. <laughs> I'm biracial. <laughs> um, right. Do you think that um, people give him a hard time because he's uh, because he's you know more or less I'd say more um, uh, lighter when you know uh, when it comes to his, uh, his ethnicity? You know he's he's not. You know, as you can say, more like darker black, you know, instead of being like more on the lighter skin tone. I, I think so. And then, too, I think another problem like the uh, the white rappers have is mm-hmm. that the one white rapper that's like setting the standard for everybody is so high, which is Eminem. Like, yeah. he said it's so high for all of them. Like, everybody has an expectation of what a white rapper supposed to be like and what they flow. And because he set that bar, it's like every time they come out, no matter how different they are from him, they always going to be like, oh yeah, another white rapper like Eminem is out, blah, blah, blah. So I think that hurts them too a lot because they're being put in that category, which is a very small category yes. of rappers. And it's kind of like hurting their image as far because they can't go and say, well, yeah, I'm black, you know, so. I can be up there with the Nas, the Jay Z, the Futures, and all of that stuff. They got to right. be in there with that one guy that's like killing it. <laughs> that's killing it. That's a, li- yeah. like a lyrical miracle, spiritual, yeah. like, that kind of thing. But and I, and that and I'll be honest, dude. That's what hurt. Uh, that's what hurt Yellow Wolf's career. Mm-hmm. I feel like because yeah. even me, when I first uh, heard of him, I was a huge fan, and I swore up and down. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the next Eminem, and. He's a great rapper, but he just nobody, nobody has that ability, bro. I'm sorry, like nobody can touch that man. But that man, <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, they told him can't nothing rhyme with the word orange, and he sat there and they played all his songs where he rhymed orange with something. I said, wow, like 
Yeah. I really found something around with the word orange. I was like, okay, you got it, bro. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's really ridiculous, man. Like, that's, yeah, that's my dude, though, Eminem. Like, I mean, and I give it up to other rappers, like, like three stacks, you know, he's crazy. Uh, even guys like, um, like Aesop Rock, he's crazy too. And he definitely, out of, out of a lot of rappers, man, he's got a huge, huge, huge vocabulary. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I got a couple of his vinyls, and me and Josh will just sit, and it's really, sometimes it gets kind of daunting to listen to his music. Because uh, he's just putting so much, so many words into, like, you know, the little stanzas or, you know, the set of bars that he has. It's just like, sheesh. You know, but even that, it doesn't come off as like because Eminem spits and you understand what he's saying. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Aesop rocks crap. It, it's great, but it goes right over your head sometimes. You gotta like take a magnifying glass like, and like on, look at the say? lyrics real quick. You exactly. gotta be like, oh, you said that about who? All right, exactly. cool. Exactly, exactly. But but yeah, man. Um, uh, and back to the you know the cultural uh, appropriation thing. You know, I hate it. I hate what happened to uh, to Igizella. Even before she put her own foot in her mouth, like people like <laughs> like because you because because remember, um, Erica Badu was getting on award shows and calling this girl out. Uh, I didn't even think. Uh, uh, what's her name? What's the other? Uh, is Erica Badu? Yeah, that- Jill Scott, right, talk, talk crap about... I didn't even think Jill Scott was a trash talker like that, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean... And I, I get it, because I'm sure she was influenced, because I could hear it, the influence from people like Trina and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like, my dude, you know, you, you're putting on a whole black accent. You're from Australia. If, when you talk in interviews... You have a whole Australian accent. A whole accent, yeah. But, but when you get in the booth, like, yeah. you sound like Trina. It's like, come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. And then you get the, now we get the butt implants, and now, and then you put your foot in your mouth, and <laughs> now it's just, it's yeah, just they all just bad. Just, just had to cut <laughs> just had to snip snip man so and i hate it <laughs> i hate it had to happen like that but um but you know it's just terrible man but um but to get to a better uh subject like the thing i love about hip-hop in general is that it's so 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 many subgenres. you know um i just want to know like what are you guys' favorite subgenres of hip hop? Like, are you, um, you like political? Are you like, because I like nerd rap. Like, me and Demetrius, like, I'm big on like Logic, Childish Gambino, 21 yeah, Pilots, yeah. Uh, you know, got um, uh, Tyler the Creator, Earl, yes. like Joshua, Joshua knows, like, I'm a <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt fiend. I love this <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt. I, got, I can show you, I have every Earl Sweatshirt. Every Earl Sweatshirt vinyl, I got it. I just love that style and that angst and in, uh, yeah. in that, that type of music. So what about you guys? Like, how, um, what are some of your favorite rappers and your favorite uh, subgenres out there in hip-hop? Hmm. Yeah, that's well, like uh, but, but definitely with um, uh, I would say my favorite subgenre is the. Uh, I really like 
emo and uh, if I were another one, I would say I kind of have a, a a love hate relationship with trap. <laughs> so you were X fan basically. You emo and trap. That's XXX Tentacion right here, bro. Hey man, ain't no yeah, wrong man. with liking the trap music, Josh. Repping, Oh no, it's just I don't want to like it, but I, I, I like it. I like hey, it. I, I try hey, not to, but I, I just. Hey, anything is possible if Gucci can do it. <laughs> I'm saying that's my boy, Gucci man, bro. Forever, like, man, Gucci lemonade. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I do. I like. I feel you on that, Josh. Though I like track too, man. Like I can't. I can't sit up here and say that I'm. I'm not a fan, especially because since it's, it came from, and I know you big on that too, Marcus. You know, it is birth from. It's Atlanta. Yeah, right it's here. Atlanta, man. It come from right here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's home. It come from home. You grow growing up for us in the area we came up in. That's when it really started. Like it started and it got popular. Like you know, with Tip, with Jeezy, uh, you know, all those guys like from the hoods of Atlanta coming out. You know, making songs about what it was the trap. So that's that's why it's really called that because it's about the trap. So it, it's it's it has a certain place in my heart. But as far as like the kind of subgenre. I love like the neo soul like kind of hip hop, like mm. Outkast, like yeah. the Tribe Called Quest, like the stuff yeah. they did. Like um, a good album from Outkast that's more like neo soul is Equimini. Oh like, yes. Like if you if a lot of people don't talk about that album, but to me that's probably one of the best because that whole album gives you like a chill vibe. And it's just like it's it's smooth. Like you can you can hear the jazz, the, the soul, the funk, like everything. They they put all kind of music. And I think that's why I always like Outkast because they weren't afraid to like try different kind of genres of music. Yeah. So that's probably my subgenre right there that I'm like I really I'm into like that. I'm right there with you. I feel that. I feel that. How about uh, how about you, Demetrius? What you liking now? Uh, content nerdy, uh, anything interesting, really. Like, I like move around a lot. Um, but it's more or less like it's all about the delivery. Like, I like people that flow differently. Like, I'll follow them no matter what genre it is. If you can flow really, you know, well, like, um, er like you like Earth Gang, I like, I like their flow. Like, their flow is so <clears throat> crazy. Yes. They kind of remind me of Outkast just a little That's bit. That's what he said. I was That's just about said. to say that. I was yeah. just about to say that. Yeah, it's like, like they studied them, bro. It's like, yeah. I swear they studied them. <laughs> they, they definitely had to. And uh, with that in mind, you know, I would like to just uh, also talk about some of the guys that we had that, uh, that passed recently, man. I mean, I think it's crazy. Uh, me and Joshua were just uh, talking about uh, X XXX Tentacion, man, and he was a man. He was a beast. Like you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know it from like some of the like actual yeah. releases that he had because they were a little bit softer. But his stuff before that, like I mean, he was just nasty, man. I'm talking about he if he was still around, man, he would have been like a, one of the craziest like rappers like out period. 
I remember you telling me about him when we used to like talk at work and stuff. And mm-hmm. I would like I wouldn't listen to him, but like if I heard him or something, I kind of like put my ear towards it. But mm-hmm. you know, I remember when I told you he remember I, I think I was the one who told you he had got killed. And he yeah. was like, What man? And I was like, dang, he must have really like <laughs> been like good. Because I had never really yeah. heard a lot of his music, but I knew who he was and you know, that was just that was just messed up that he was so young. So it it was, man. It's 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 it was a, it's a tragedy, man. Like it's really uh, awful. How old was he, Joshua? He was uh, he was twenty eight. Twenty yeah. Yeah, that's... he was twenty. He was twenty. Yeah. 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 I think he was uh, yeah, I think he was twenty. Yeah, I, I want to say I remember that he was uh he was twenty and uh yeah, man, it's it's ridiculous. You know, he had his. Like guys like him and also uh, Juice World. Like me and Joshua are big Juice World fans. Like we love some Juice World, and he passed away too early. Um, another guy that was pretty much. I mean, he was. He got coined by Eminem, man. Eminem liked this flow. Dang, bro. You know what I'm wow. saying? So, and I know we all Mac Miller fans. Yeah, that was bad. I'm still connected. Yeah, so. But no, I mean, yeah, that was sad. That was his last album that came out. Boy, yeah. that was sad. that was a sad listen, dude. Like, yeah. man, oh shit. Yeah, what was it called? Uh, um, I want to say it's called uh, Circles. Yeah. Um, and it was just under. Well, he he'll come back, I think. Nah, it was but, really. Yeah. It, was, it was really sad. Yeah, circles was sad. Yeah, it, it, it was, yeah, I mean it was good. It was really good, but the whole this the whole song was like really de- let's say depressing. But it was real like super duper mellow. Yeah, I still got to bring myself around to listen to it. I haven't even like I haven't <laughs> even tried to listen to it yet. But like it's crazy because like um, he talks about like. It's like in a way he's like telling his family like he's okay and it's like it's all it's like this like it's like he didn't know he was gonna die but he was like preparing them for if he died yeah. and it's really sad. Like, yeah. uh I mean, dude, I remember Demetrius like that's that's sort of how we became friends, man. That Blue Slide Park, bro. Oh, that was legendary, <laughs> man. Blue yeah, Slide Park man, was, was amazing. That was legendary, bro. Frick Park Market. That was yes. a song. Freshman year? That was yes, a song. Yes, that was a song. MTV. Watched yes. it on MTV. Last time I watched MTV, right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's just a tough situation, man. And um, I hate it for guys like that. Not just them, you know, uh, different rappers like uh, you know, we lost Lil Peep, man, and uh, you know the other, <clears throat> the other young guy, um, Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. yeah. and they just yeah. they just uh, killed um Huey who made Huey uh, on Pop, Pop Lock and Drock. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So you know, R R I P. You know, what I'm saying to all these guys, yeah. I, I hate it that um. You know, we have to lose, we don't lose anybody really, but you know, I think it's great that uh, while they were here, you know, they definitely made an impact, certainly on me. You know, I don't know, you know, you guys too, and a lot of people. And 
you know, they they continue to live through their music, you know. Oh yeah. So that's yeah. That's just like that's pop. That's like pop for me. I mean, I know I was yep. I was real young when he got killed, mm-hmm. but I like, but but I remember, like I remember that, and I remember his music, and like so much of his music just like still lives on, and like it's still talking about what's going on today. Like he made songs about like police brutality, yeah. you know, about teen pregnancies and all this stuff that's still going on now. You can turn on one of his songs and you would think he got in the studio yesterday and wrote it because it's still so relevant. So yeah. like that's that's who it is for me. Like as far as like somebody who like we lost in like the hip hop like world, but their music is still like very powerful, like to this day. No, I agree. Hundred percent. He was yeah. ridiculously ahead of his time, man. Like, yeah. Big time. Um, and the thing I liked about him was because we talk about a lot of these rappers that have their foot firmly planted into um, in the one thing like like you know one they talk about just going to the club or just shooting folks up or just whatever like Tupac had his feet in so many different areas man like he could switch up mm-hmm. like, immediately on a dime like he'll make a song about you know you know, going to the club or whatever, gangster party or whatever. Then he'll turn around and, you know, uh, rap on a Bruce Hornsby cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like he'll he'll go make a song about his mom. After he just told you, like, he gonna come and whoop your ass. (laughs) Like, he go and make a song about his mom on the next album. So it's like... That yeah, that dude, yeah. and, that's, and that's how he was in, like, interviews and stuff. They was, like, people who knew him, like, when he would talk, he would just go, like, from a subject to subject. It's like he was talking to, like, two different pops at one time, because one minute he talking about this, and the next minute he talking about that. So it definitely showed in, like, his music. Like, he, like you said, he was just ahead of his time, man. He was, man. Definitely a uh, real, real prolific artist, man. And I know you big on uh, Notorious, too, man. What did y'all's, if you had to definitively be like, hey, okay, this is my favorite rapper of all time. Like, who would that guy be for you? And uh, starting with Demetrius. Um, hmm, of all time? like Of all time, sir. That's, that's kind of hard because you got to go against, like, uh-huh. you know, Pac and you got to go against Diddy. So, like, <laughs> like you asking, you asking an unfair question, bro. You asking uh, kind of your person, your Yo, personal favorite. Nah, it's all good. I got you. Um, yeah. um, I'd say I'm going to go with Cole again because, like, I've listened to him from the day one. Like, he's had good delivery. Albums um, are great. No features, mind yeah. you. And he's been I'm going. Uh, he's been going all the way to like was it platinum? Uh, mm-hmm. With no features. With features? Yeah. Like that shows like you know potential of greatest of all time, or you know exclu- excluding excluding you know the greats like Biggie and uh, Tupac. Right. But like, yeah, like his delivery is crazy. And then, like I was telling you, he did he did that one song with uh, Black, and he was talking so positive about women and stuff like that. And his flow in that song was just. It was kind of different than what he usually does, but like mm-hmm. it was good. That's what's up. See, there you go. You picked one. You found hey, it. Hey, 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 you can't be asking me a question and then be like, and then you can't talk about Biggie and like Pac and then be like, who's the greatest of all time? And I'm just like, well, you already mentioned like you goats, man. Like, what are you? What? I mean, it's it's your your greatest of all time. So how about you, Joshua? Who is your favorite 
rapper of all Bro, time. Man, I've been good the whole time. What's up? Of all time, I would say, I would say kind of, I, I love kind of, man, I this is about to break that way. I know it don't like that, dude. You said Kanye West? Oh, yeah. Definitely Kanye. Kanye West? That's cool. So what, what makes you like, uh, like, what does, what does Kanye bring to the table that makes you uh, make him that guy for you? What do you like the most about him? Well, I just really like his production. Like he, he, he. Ha- I really love it, especially on graduation. All of his beats on graduation are amazing. And also, like, 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 uh, I've been, um, well, I've been listening to him since day one. Like, I started listening to Kanye when I was in elementary school. He was the first rapper I started listening to, and I just stuck with him ever since. Man, you young, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, for real. He He's really is. elementary school. Yes. <laughs> Don't it make you feel older? Yeah, it uh, does, bro. Wow. <laughs> so how about you, uh, Marcus? Uh, I know you already talked about uh, Big and Pac a little bit, but if you could, um, if it's one of those guys, if you could delve into why, why you like them so much, that would be great. Well, well, for me, like, you know, I, I love Pac, Nas, Biggie, Jay-Z, Cole. But any day, I'm always going to choose the same person out of everybody, and that's going to be Andre 3000. Because I feel, like okay. he, I feel like he don't get the respect he should as far as, like, top rappers, like, of all True. time. And True. I think it's because, like, people don't really get some of the stuff he be saying sometimes or... They be like, oh, he he on that weird stuff, or he don't make this many songs and this and that. But if you go back and listen to every Outkast album, Dre was like saying stuff that go right over your head. Like he said in one song, I think it was on um, Babylon. He was like, they call it horny because it's devilish, and I was like, bruh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like, like that, bro, yeah. Like people, that like people really go his head, but little stuff like that is like, man, like that dude right there is to me, like, if, and all of my any of my top five, no matter who I put up there, he's always gonna be in my top five, regardless, hands down. That's what's up. I I can respect that because I'm a big three stacks fan, man. Like big time. Yeah. Uh, I feel like an outcast. Um, uh, big boy doesn't get enough shine because uh, three stacks is just like crazy with it. But yeah, I, uh, big, big boy, boy big boy is so, sick too, though. Uh, yeah, people need to stop doing big boy like that because, and I think that's what made them such a great like dynamic with each other because it was two different personalities, but they mesh so well together. And I, I think that's why that group worked so good because at first they wanted to have CeeLo in there, but they narrowed it down to them two. And I think that's probably, like, one of the best decisions ever because them two guys right there just went like this. And it, it was magic. It was magic on every track, man. That's true. But that's a good little nugget, though, man. Imagine that. I didn't know that, that CeeLo was uh, considered was to be in the original lineup. Mm-hmm. He was a third yeah. member. And I, I don't remember exactly why they didn't put him in there, but I know he they ended up doing him, you know, keeping him with Goody Mob. Yeah, he was supposed to be the third member, Outkast. 
That's awesome. I actually didn't know that. I learned something new today. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I'll say, like, for me, and I had to think about it a lot because uh, immediately my mind goes to M as far as, like, my favorite rapper of all time. But I think that's more of a um, objective uh, consensus on what uh, my favorite rapper is. But personally, and Demetrius knows that because that's what made us friends in the first place. Mr. Childish Gambino, bro. Yes. That, yeah, that guy bad. right there is my favorite. Because I'll put it to you this way. A lot of people, you know, and, you know, you wouldn't know. But before I got into Gambino like that, I didn't listen to rap. Like, Childish Gambino was literally my gateway drug in the hip-hop. Bro, you took literally. the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say. So, yeah, man. And, and whenever, like, you know, whenever I think about his music, it always puts me right back into that dorm room at Fort Valley. You know what I'm saying? Freaks and uh, geeks. It, yeah. it, it freaks and geeks, man. It puts me right back there every time. You know, it's just Gambino's got a special place in my heart, man. That's my dude. Like, he really, I wouldn't have listened to any, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for a childish Gambino, bro. Like, he, he represented for the black nerds, man, when nobody else was doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yes. he did. You know I what gotta, I'm saying? I got to get him that, bro. Yeah. I got to get him that. Like and bro, anything. Oh, go ahead. Uh huh. No, and I was just gonna say, and that's that's what I love about hip hop right there. Like what you just said is the reason why it's so influential and it's such an important part of like our culture because it can speak to us when we not heard from like other people. Like when people say, "Oh, you black and you like comic books and you like Star Wars or you like Harry Potter and all this." And sometimes you you know you get down on yourself because you like, well, are they right? Am I not supposed to like this stuff? Right. But then you got a guy like that who comes out and say it, and it just make you feel better about yourself. So that's that's one reason why I really do love hip hop because you know you got these artists who make this music and it gets you through your day. Like in college, when I was mm-hmm. taking art. I listened to, I probably listened to Good Kid, Mad City so much that I probably wore that album out because I'm you. It, it, it would get me through like my day in class. Yeah, like, I just yeah. felt free. So it's, it's, it's amazing how the music can just, you know, fuel your mind and your energy and give you that, that vibe that you're looking for in life. So when you, when you said that, it made me think about that. That's why, you know, it's such an important part of music and it's art form of our culture. Big time, big time. Yeah. Like, I, I feel that way 100%. And, you know, with that being said, guys, um, for our viewers out there, uh, you know, I'm sure they would like to know um, if you have any, like, references or any songs or any albums that you want to let our viewers know, like, that they can listen to or any anything like that, like, anything y'all got that y'all might you know, want to reference to other people that you think they might want to listen to? Um, I would say, I'm going to go back to Aesop Rock. You should listen to Impossible Kid. That album is crazy good. That's a sick album. That album is so good. <laughs> if you want an introduction to like him as, you know, who he is and his flow, that's a good entry to the um, to uh, get you into I'm gonna, uh, his music. I'm going to check that out myself. It's I'm good. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, how about you, Marcus? You got anything? Uh, 
like that you might want to uh, let it, let somebody know about? I got a hundred of them, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> bro, just let them go. What's up? What? Like, give uh, us a couple of them. I mean, shoot, the thirty-six chambers by the Wu Tang. Uh, like I said before, Equimini, uh ATLians by Outkast. Both of those albums, um, Reasonable Doubt, The Blueprint, uh, Tupacalypse. Now that's a slept on Tupac album. So that was like. One of Pop's first albums. For Your Eyes Only. That's what they call slept on. But I think a lot of people should listen to that, especially like right now. Yeah, I think it'll speak, you know, a lot to how people are feeling right now. But um, it's so many. It's so many. I can, I can name them for days. But that's just a few, you know, that you know, I can throw out you know, off the top of my head. True. Well, I'm a I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball. Um, well, first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, as far as J Cole's folks go, Revenge of the Dreamers three. I want to say it is the most recent one. Uh, if yeah. it's three, right? Yeah. So, um, man, if you want to get like Revenge of the Dreamers, but it's basically like a uh, a sample plate of just like so many different rappers, man. I mean, and it's crazy. That album from start to finish is sick. So, I mean, and that album really will help you get into other people. Like before Joshua could tell you, uh, I didn't know about JID like that until I listened to that album. I didn't know about, um, that album got me into the baby. Honestly. Um, that album got me into, um, Got me in the Earth Gang, you know. I didn't know, I just didn't yeah. know who those dudes were. And then we didn't talk about this guy so much today, but uh, that album "Live Love ASAP," ASAP Rocky. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a masterpiece. That is such a good mixtape. Yeah. So I gotta if you check that out, man, check that out. Check that "Live Love ASAP." That's like his first project, man. That thing is sick. I mean. The thing I love about ASAP is just number one, he just has that chill, like kind of boom bap, you know, New York hip hop style, and then just his production is amazing, man. Nah, it is. That whole that whole group, man. That whole little group of them, they yeah, got ASAP Ma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, no, that made me think. Um, I don't know the name of the album, but Joey Badass, he got an um, album. I think it was last year, and he got a couple songs. He got a song on there called "America Don't Love Me," and I think Miss America. But I, if I could find, if I find the album, I I'll bring it up before we done. But that's that's an album people cool. need to listen to too. It's a good album. Was it? Is it Demetrius? Is it like? Is it 1993 or something or 1990 something? For which one? Uh, Joey Joey Badass. Mm, let me see. Uh, yeah, I know Demetrius could look that up. And while Demetrius is looking that up, how about uh, how about you, Josh? Like, what are some of like the albums that you want to let the viewers know about something that you like that you think other people will be into? I would say, um, uh, I would say, look up. Well, listen to Ventura. And by uh, Anderson, those are really good albums. Oh, by like, Adventure by Anderson. Pat? I, I noticed his last. 
Um, the the album, by the way, is uh, 1999. Is that it, Mark? Is 1999? Uh, no, I know what it is. It just came to my head. Um, All American, badass. Oh, it's called All, All American. Okay, badass. All American. Badass. Yeah, it's, I see it now. Yeah, it's spelled with the with the KKK on it. Oh, American. yeah, I know that's exactly what, it is. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I want to thank my man Marcus for coming out again. Like you are. You are our first guest, bro. We appreciate you so much. It is, like, amazing. Um, but the one thing uh, I want to talk about on a more, uh, a little bit more of a serious note, um, for all our viewers out there, uh, you know, we are definitely still in a pandemic. Uh, COVID-19 is 100% real. Uh, everybody here at the Square Roundtable, including myself, feel the need to promote safe health practices. Uh, we're not going to sit here and preach, but the biggest thing is, hey, guys, you know, go ahead and put on your mask. Do yourself and do your neighbors a favor and put on your mask, social distance. Um, I'm not ignorant to the fact that, you know, people have to go out here and work every day. You know, uh, rent still due. Uh, you know, we need to eat. Uh, but other than that, try try, try, try to stay at home as much as possible. Uh, try to cut down people to people interaction because that's how the virus is spread guys It's spread through people to people interaction by uh, respiratory uh, salivary droplets uh, that act as an aerosol. And, you know, by wearing your mask, you prevent these droplets by getting into your system uh, through by the way of your mouth and your nose. So just doing that one little thing, guys, can help out so many people because you don't realize that uh, there are people out here that may be asymptomatic and you don't know. You just don't know who has COVID-19 and who doesn't. So at the end of the day, guys, we love you. We just want you to be safe and wear your mask. This has been the Square Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Once again, thank you, Marcus, for being our first guest. We truly appreciate oh, yes, it. I will, I will be back if y'all would like to have me anytime. You know, of I'll course, come back and sure, talk. Anytime, dude. Of course, anytime. And yeah, now let course. me uh and do you have anything? Um go ahead and tell folks your social media, man. Like uh social media. I'm on Instagram. Um I didn't have Instagram so long. I don't even know how I can't remember my my name. But on Instagram is at atlian twenty one slim, and then the slim is a one instead of an i. Um, Twitter, I just got a Twitter. Uh, <laughs> my Twitter is uh, what is it? I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm still yeah. trying to remember. Uh, my Twitter is at mark m a r c underscore Vader 91 and then the mark is a capital M and then Vader is a capital V but that's my Twitter handle so y'all go check me out on there follow me I follow back so I'm always talking about movies films art music anything games comic books you know whatever so y'all go check me out on there all right awesome and uh Time for my shameless promotion. 
So uh, for all our YouTube followers, Marcus's all Marcus's information is going to be under our video, along with as along with me, uh, Joshua and Demetrius. All our social media information is going to be under our video. Um, yeah, so definitely check out our podcast on YouTube at the same name, The Square Roundtable. Check out our uh, podcast on Power Two Fourteen Radio Station every Friday from. Uh, from 1 to 2 Eastern Time, and from 10 to 11 Pacific Daylight Time. Once again, y'all, we've been the Square Roundtable. All my freaks and geeks out there, thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Peace. We out.